0: Go now we're live. Uh, yeah, Kyle, you just broke the big news. Share it with our Patreon <laughs> members first. So this, uh, so this guy Josh who helps me
1: out like doing odds and ends. Uh, I, uh, I I need to do some work today and need to pick up some furniture and move it, build some uh, some sets we're gonna burn down. And so I hire this guy on for the day. You know, and we're driving along and he's he's like, yeah, man, I appreciate you. You know, getting me out here, get a few hours in. Got a baby on the way. Just found out the other night. Guess she's eight weeks along. And I was was, in my head. I'm like doing the math on that. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm happy to happy to help out. You know, I I need some help, and you need some cash. This should be good for both of us. In my head, I'm thinking like, pull the rip (laughs) card. (laughs) Paula! <laughs> like 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 get her in your car and hit a fucking tree bro do whatever it takes oh, <laughs> it's no. just, just... <laughs> go go ride a bunch of roller coasters with her and 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 then do some meth or something like you gotta go yeah i gotta do something he's his well, did life he
2: have was he saying it in a way of like man i'm like uh, eight weeks no. in i'm so excited or was it like a death sentence like you know i'm getting i got the chair in august like
1: I can't, yeah, I can't remember exactly what he said. He he said something like, he said something negative about it, but then he followed that with, but you know, I guess you got to get started sometime. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, really. that's optional.
0: That's an opt-in yeah. thing.
2: No, but that's what you want to know as a potential future child. That's what your dad was saying. Well, you got to get started sometime. Like that's, that what a horrible life that child's going to have. Unless going you to keep hiring him.
1: Life. You have to keep in mind that this guy's sole source of income until May, he told me, where he has some outlook, uh, is me. And, like, I mean, I, he, the, I'll need him. One, he'll make $350 a month from me. It'll be something <laughs> like that, you know. Like, like, he'll get, I pay him $10 a fucking hour. Like, like this is not rocket science we're doing.
2: <laughs> you know what? Bernie Sanders thinks you should pay him 15 an hour.
1: Bullshit. This guy has zero skills. <laughs> I have to walk him through every task he does. He often does that poorly. I, I, I've i still got calluses and blisters on my hands from last time when the motherfucker didn't know how to dig a hole. He didn't know how to dig a hole. I had to teach him. And after I taught him, he was like, well, that's pretty good right there. I didn't realize that's how those hole diggers work. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, fucking, it's, it's not like a complicated mechanism, bro. You but, told him
2: to dig a hole and he couldn't figure it out?
1: Um, are you f- are you familiar with like uh post hole diggers? It's uh, yeah. you like stabbing around and then so, yeah, straightforward. On the way in, you want the handles close together because that's mm-hmm. that gives you a wide mouth uh, as they go on the ground. And then you pull them apart to pinch the uh, the dirt that you've acquired, and then you 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 remove it outside the hole. He was doing the opposite of that. He was stabbing the hole with a uh, with, with the things uh, uh sque- um open and then opening them and sort of like going in and doing that. Like, he was doing this to the <laughs> ground. And there like no dirt coming out. And he's like, I think I hit a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I think you got hit in the head with a rock at some point. But your problem here is purely mechanical. <laughs> like, 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 and, and, but, and then the last time, I, this isn't the first time he's fucked up digging holes. And it's not the first time he's a tr- uh, tried to dig a hole, which really blew my mind when I realized oh, he had no time? Yeah. Last time, he did hit a rock, and he didn't stop until he ruined the post hole diggers. Like, the steel was bending and tearing. The steel was tearing, because he kept hitting this rock with it over and over and over, because I wasn't there to watch him work. So, he's a $10 hour kind of guy.
2: Well, he's got some stick-to-itiveness, you know? Kyle wanted a no. hole right here, and I'm going to get a hole right here.
0: He just
1: No, I mean, he he broke that thing pretty quickly. He, he really, I mean, even when he figured out how to dig the holes, like... He would be gassed after 60 seconds of labor, and I'd have to take over. And it's just like, well, shit, man. what the? $10 an hour. That's right. Oh, yeah. So that's what he gets. We uh, we went and got a bunch of thrift store furniture today. Uh, I'm going to burn all that up, and I'm going back out tomorrow. I'm going to buy a whole shitload of fire extinguishers. I'm going to shoot those to put out a car fire, I think. I think that's going to be pretty neat. Um, Just acquire a few more odds and ends for some filming we're doing this month. I'm trying to get a few different things done. I'm planning a a vacation at some point uh oh where are you gonna
0: February.
1: go i think we're gonna go to colorado uh K- kitty's got friends out there um and they've come here before and visited with us and those are cool guys so i'm gonna go hang out at their place this time they've been here at least twice maybe three times and they come out here and i take them shooting and stuff and we have a good time so this time am going to them i think we're gonna get a big like cabin or something uh we're looking at one now and has just amazing mountain views, but it's really remote. It's not like Denver or anything. It's like, it's some, I think we're five hours from Denver in some really remote corner of Colorado, but I know very little about Colorado geography.
2: Ah, you just know that there's a bit of a hubbub about weed. And the outside that. of the cabin probably doesn't even matter. You'll just have one of those pot suckers and melt into the couch. <laughs>
1: to I'm hoping it's a, it go. a good time. They, they said there's these natural springs there here's my i've been to those
2: they're awesome the hot springs
1: yeah yeah the hot springs so how do you ever trust that because that's hot boiling that's that water was okay so that water started out probably as steam somewhere underground because it's being heated it's been heated up underground it's rising up and it's cooling as it comes to the point where it gets up here and it's Mm -hmm. pleasant it's the perfect temperature for you what's to say there isn't some like Minor earthquake, shake up down below, and some scalding fucking like thousand degree shit comes up. Doesn't come up and cook you right there. You could be cooked.
2: You know that is. I've never thought about that, and I probably wouldn't have gotten in if I had thought about that. But it, I'm not gonna I get in. It's possible. It's never. I've never heard of anything like that happening. But I is, heard
1: about a guy's dog going in some boiling, like a boiling hot. Uh, I think it was like a, maybe a geyser or something like that. But I remember the dog fell in and he went in after it, and they. I, I know the guy died. But like the idea of being boiled alive in a hot spring, and and like you know you're gonna die and then fall down into the water and just be boiled until they're just meat and and bone ah I don't want any part of uh, that. So, Kitty can get in the hot spring and my girlfriend can hop in there too, uh, but but I absolutely want no part of that. You're gonna
2: sit on the outside and shiver watching them I, the I'll, ice warm. I'll stay
1: in the, no I'll stay in the fucking cabin. I'm not I'm not going. I'm not yeah. going to those hot springs. It sounds Have a like a seba
2: yeah. chews and and just relax. That you will be. Go- you know i if that's a real open invitation, I might it, take you up on that
1: so uh we we did have an, uh, a couple coming with us, uh but they canceled on us, so we do need it's three uh, the the place we're getting is like three hundred eighty bucks a night or something like that, and so we figured we'd split that three ways uh, uh but um so yeah, you and your girlfriend are more than welcome to come. We're looking for some people to come My, yeah, I first, I the, info I'll, and the you,
2: dates on that yeah,
1: I will do that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good time. We're staying for like five days, something like that.
2: I'm really excited yeah. to go into one of those pot shops just to see what it's like. Like I've you think I've he, you're just gonna be like really? I can, I can, I can, I can have some. You don't mind? It's not illegal. Like that's I, be, I I've, I've uh, one of my buddies, one of my good friends, who visited here recently. He lives there. He's lived there for a couple of years. When I stopped by his uh, his condo or apartment, whatever, in Colorado. Like, I expected it to be like, yeah, man, I got all this pot. We'll just roll a joint and smoke it. It was like smoking was not even on his radar anymore. Like, it was all weird, like, Listerine strip style things that you put on your tongue and you're just high. <laughs> or uh, he had a bunch of, uh, like, Tootsie Roll looking things where I was like, oh, that's neat. Like, will that get you a little buzz, Uh, you know? kind of a fun buzz and he's like oh no man you eat a third of those you do not (laughs) eat that whole little tootsie roll size thing because you will be on the floor just baked out of your mind like when you get white faced and and, like shaking you're so high Uh, it it, it looks really neat and colorado's making a fucking haul on weed so much money
1: yeah uh kitty's really interested in the cbd aspect of it i guess um it's it's the part of the the marijuana that doesn't get you high, but it's it's uh, it's a really effective painkiller for her arthritis. It seems so. She get she likes to get CBD oil and uh, like like make creams and salves out of it. So she knows some guys that are into that stuff, and they I think they actually grow a special strain of weed to pre- that's like high CBD. Like if you were to smoke it, from what I understand, like you wouldn't get anything. Like it's just like there's no THC in it. It's like all CBD. Like I think normally it's like you know, fifteen to twenty percent THC, and then like a tiny amount of CBD. But they like went the opposite with it for so they can make like a real pain-relieving uh, uh, strain of marijuana.
2: I don't like that idea. All <laughs> the fun of being high. Just you're just you smoke it, and then you don't have what ulcer pain in your stomach anymore. Yeah, which is a yeah. good idea. But d- does Kitty not like the feeling? Like she just um, just wants the pain I, to go
1: away. Um. Well, I, I. Well, she wants to be able to work. You know, she does. She yeah. she wants to use it as a painkiller, like because she's allergic to a lot of painkillers, and then some others are ineffective, and some others cause complications with other drugs she's on. So she's really limited as to what she can take as a painkiller that won't act like a narcotic. Like she has some painkillers. Then when she's in a lot of pain from her arthritis or whatever, or maybe she'll have a hip pop out of joint. I've popped her hip back in a joint a couple times. Whatever What's happened. That
0: process like
1: um, physical therapist kind of walked me through it. One time, she lies on her back and kind of brings her knee up, and there's some there's some pressure. It, is there very, like
2: a uh, noise when it goes back in? Uh,
1: I, I I never know if it has or not. She she knows though. Huh. She's like, yep, 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 yep.
2: Have you ever but, um, pulled your uh, your arm out of socket?
1: Not all the way, but definitely part way, my left arm. And now, if I'm lifting something at at, at a certain angle, I feel it start to slide out again, and it's excruciating. And I have to, I I lose all strength in this arm temporarily. I have to be like, oh, oh, all right, all right, all right, we're good. You're
2: doing it, and then it's just like,
1: yeah, exactly. Like there's
2: nothing holding it. That's how my left arm is now. I had to have my hockey coach pop it back in once, it was awful.
1: I have no idea how I acquired that injury. I've had a lot of bad falls from ATVs. And um, like in my teenage years, I had a, I had three or four concussions in like a four-year period. I, I fell off a rope swing and there were two ATV wrecks where I went flying. And uh, and so I was always getting hurt. So I'm not really sure how I did that. But it's a reoccurring thing. And when it happens, it's like, ah, yeah, that stupid thing again. And it's, it's really painful in a way that, that is difficult to deal with. It's such a sharp pain. Uh yeah, that sucks. But yeah, I'll get you those dates and everything. Um just a quick update for the Patreon uh people. I'm not going to beat this into like like every show talk about Wings Redemption hot sauce or anything, but I am many steps uh closer to having a product in everyone's hands and uh getting out to you guys. Um I've figured out uh how to get the hot sauce. Uh we haven't picked the exact uh, flavor we're going to go with. We're gonna. I'm getting samplers for everyone, uh, so all of us here will have samplers. I'm gonna send Wing some samplers, and uh, and I've picked out like several hot sauces, and we're gonna pick the one we want to use. Uh, it's it's down to two in my head, but I think everybody's gonna get at least three, maybe four. Um, and I've I've got pricing from five different companies, so I think we have figured out a way to get the best product to the fans at the lowest price. Uh, shipping is gonna be a bit of an issue. I I'm not. I think we'll set up some sort of merchant shop somewhere. I don't care where if it, if Etsy is like, oh yeah, it's done, then I would do Etsy. But if there's some like painkiller already redirect we can do somewhere and, and get it done another way, I don't care. But I feel like we need with shipping to have a case to case basis, you know, like your shipping should be what it actually costs to get the product to you. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend does eight dollar flat rate shipping on her stuff because it's nine dollars to go to California and it's you know that's the that's the most inside the U.S. But then it goes down from there. So she does eight, and it's kind of a middle ground for everybody. But I don't want everybody paying eight or nine dollars shipping for a bottle of hot sauce. If you're if you're in Tennessee and you want to bottle of this hot sauce, I can get it to you for like two dollars. So uh, we'll just have to take it case to on a case to case basis as far as shipping and handling. But we're getting there, and it's going to happen, and I'm pretty happy about it. Dude, um,
0: yeah. So that's, I, I mean to cut you off, but did, did you see that other sponsor? Did you sign up? I know Taylor and I did. The thing that you told us to look at. I signed up. I'm, I don't even know what they're called, and I don't mean to pimp them more than they're paying for, but I think their service is neat. They have a consultant that helps you pick out clothes. I could use that. Like, I know we yeah. all joke about the Woody's Gamer shorts, but, like, ugly shorts and a malfitting T-shirt is kind of my look, and it's not a flattering one. No, um,
1: I think you look good in button-up shirts. I, I if if I were your stylist, I'd be sending. I think you need straight-leg jeans. Like that's the look for you. Not skinny, not relaxed. You need straight-leg jeans. I think. I think you need to wear a thick belt, like a wide belt. That that because it, it never. I never know where your waistline is because sometimes you wear those shirts and they're hanging over shorts. I feel like you need to establish that, and I feel like it would make your sh- your shoulders are broad. I feel like a button uh, a button a button up shirt and uh, and dark jeans would, is the look for you because I've seen you in button up shirts and it looks really good. I
2: so like tuck the shirt is what you're saying. What he should do? I think so. I think he's a he's a tuck shirt. Can you even kind of guy. tuck a
0: shirt?
1: Like I, you can I, tuck a long sleeve shirt totally. A oh, long sleeve yeah. button up. Yeah.
0: I, I I used to tuck in every shirt I owned, and then suddenly that became like a capital offense. And yeah,
2: you don't want to tuck in a t shirt. Look like Rain Man, like just walking around like a maniac. See, yeah. just, uh, but twenty
0: years ago, you tucked in a t-shirt. If you didn't tuck in a t-shirt, it was because you were too fat. Yeah. Now, ah. that's not the case. Um, yeah, I-, <laughs> I think you look good tucked. Um, I think I look better tucked too. I feel like the way that a shirt hangs on me, like it just makes me look as fat as my rib cage all the way through. If it, it I wish I could get a t-shirt that looked right on me um kyle's right a, t- a button down well, where do you shirt. usually get t-shirts do you get fitted or you just buy boxy from my closet T-shirt. i don't i don't know oh. where they come from so you don't go to <laughs> they just show up there and just <laughs> kind of put them on yeah uh, the, the ultimate
1: I, I i really wish that you were you were always wearing tech tuesday shirts and that could be a running <laughs> joke that would be I, so yeah, funny
0: i should just like be my look tech tuesday and plaid shorts Always,
1: <laughs> but yeah, the way this site works is um, it, it asked me for a lot of information. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure if I gave it the. I guess maybe I gave it the minimum amount of information, but I really need to go back and fill in more because it's every little thing, including the part where they want you to upload a photograph of yourself so they can see your, you know, your skin and your hair and your eyes, and they can make sure that they're uh, they're coordinating according to that. And so I uploaded a picture of me with like a 500 Smith & Wesson Magnum going off in my hand and like a big fireball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that for... Um, <laughs> I, I just... I think you're right. A button-down shirt looks good on me. It's not that comfy sometimes. And I, I wish I could find... Uh... I find it helps with posture.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like if I'm wearing a button-down... Da- if, sh- if you slouch in a button-down shirt, you get like a belly. It's like, oh, I'm it, not... It like,
2: pokes out. Like if mm-hmm. Yeah. You're... Up and you look all. But sloppy it, so, so if I'm
1: wearing one, i, I, I you know, I, I make sure my shoulders are back and I make sure I'm standing straight and I feel like I've got better posture if I'm wearing one of those. I, I like them. I, I I wear them a lot. I, I usually don't tuck them unless it's a more of a formal kind of situation, but um, but that's what I like to wear. So I, I don't I don't think I want I buying pants online just seems impossible. I've tried it like three different times. It never goes well, but I definitely want some tops and maybe shoes and whatever else they they do there. That's a really cool idea
0: yeah i'm, yeah, I'm excited I'm hesitant
2: about this pants online pants online seems like even if i go to the store like one brand of 32 32s or 33 32s is not the same as another mm. brand like no nope. it, it seems like it'd be impossible because it's just the number of inches around the waist but it's And there are
1: like vanity brands that the you know it'll it'll say it's a, a 32 waist and I'll put it on and I'll be like, "Holy shit, this is huge. What the fuck? Like this is just so some fatty can come in here and be like, "Yeah,
2: I'm still a 32, baby." Don't no, yeah. What are you talking about? this <laughs> like, is like, college, am I right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I
0: uh, if 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 I wear a loose t-shirt, it looks sloppy and ugly. (laughs) If I wear a tight t-shirt, sometimes it fits in an unflattering way. You know, it'll be a a problem area that that gets really put on display.
2: Where it's, like, too tight in, like, that lower back area.
0: That's a spot. Or man boobs. Man boobs can be a thing. Or, like you said, like, the love handles I think of as on the side. This is almost the back of a love handle. And, um uh like, like the, the same spot you're pointing out like back here <clears throat> and um it's like huh is there some t-shirt that that fits as flattering as a button-down shirt you know is it the material i don't know that's stretchy and cotton that doesn't i don't know but if they uh if they have little style consultants there then that might be nice yeah that's Where cool do you guys uh,
2: shop for clothes usually like i just go to like nordstrom and get clothes um
1: it depends I don't know. uh I haven't been I haven't been like shopping shopping in a while. But if I'm really going on like a shopping trip, if I'm like, hey, let's go to the mall, let's go to I'll go to Bloomingdale's or something like that, uh, and uh, and get like a whole. I've gone to Bloomingdale's and like gotten a whole wardrobe before. But if I'm just usually now, it's kind of like a piece at a time. I'm like, oh, I need some I need a new pair of pants or I need one new shirt or I don't really go like. Like when I was a kid, it was like, All right, it's time to get your back to school clothes. Let's get your whole wardrobe for this year. And uh but but now as an adult, it's like, eh, let's add this to the collection. Uh so I usually go to like Calvin Klein, Banana Republic, uh sometimes to to Ralph Lauren, uh, but I don't if I if I want a polo shirt or something, but I I haven't gone there lately. Um Have you ever been to Brooks? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm getting like something more formal. Um and uh uh, what was it? Express for men? I like them a lot. I like Express for men's uh, like button-down shirts, and uh, I bought. I don't have a big collection of ties, but I've got half a dozen or so. I got my tie, most of my ties there, and uh, uh, their jeans are okay, but they kind of fit in a, a. They're a little too skinny.
2: Yeah, Express. I like Express and H and M for their really cheap fitted T-shirts. Like they're they're yes. so much cheaper than everywhere else, and based on. A documentary that I watched with Melissa like a week ago. It's because it's little Cambodian kids sewing good. that under pain of death if they don't get those you know V. I like knowing that.
0: Out. Well, you know, I, good for I you like for knowing knowing that... employing Cambodians. What would they be doing otherwise?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah without Cambodians without do. my without my pennies, they'd just be <laughs> digging in the dirt somewhere like fucking savages selling Enjoy dirt. what you get Cambodia,
2: <laughs> dude? It's a <laughs>
0: It's a tough thing, man. Like, uh, all this pay is based on supply and demand. That's the deal. And there are sometimes efforts, like Bernie Sanders is going under, to just like, you know what? I think everyone should be paid more. But uh, unless that's global, then the jobs just will move to Cambodia.
2: Yeah. I, I love don't.
0: that guys are like, oh, you know, they raised the minimum wage in Seattle, and the baristas are still fine there. No, there's no problems. And it's like, yeah, right. But you do that at a national level, and manufacturing just leaves the country, which is effectively mm-hmm. what we've seen. Like, it's <laughs> already
2: left the country in all of the Midwest cities that used to rely, like the whole Rust Belt, all the Midwest cities that used to rely on production,
0: like especially Detroit unions have accomplished what people want to try again which is raising the the pay rate for people in manufacturing and it chased manufacturing out of the out of the nation and like in my head it's like hey scores posted but other people feel the opposite and say hey you know seattle's fine scores posted and it's like no man like it's because the
1: the other 49 states are propping seattle up right now at the starbucks corporation (laughs) Oh,
2: can you believe that Seattle is fine three days after they implemented this? Like, they just initiated this. Like, it's not like it's a storied history of decades of success.
0: And we're talking about Seattle, right? Like, if Seattle was, like, the largest manufacturer of t-shirts in America, then that'd be different. But I think of them basically as a service-based city, right? Like, there's not a lot of manufacturing going on in the city itself where the minimum wage is Is there any fishing
1: there?
2: There is fishing.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: because it's it's coastal and all that. I don't. Views, I, don't... The, I remember the sunset there was beautiful. We were out on some one of those outdoor restaurants with the seagulls attacking you and everything. <laughs> we all ate there one night. You know the one um, that that seafood restaurant down by the water.
0: I haven't been to Seattle.
1: No. Ah, no, oh, no. you weren't on that trip. Oh wow, everybody was. Oh, I remember that was the trip when Wings had the meltdown with Syndicate. That's what was going on in the real world. Really. Like, your, at the time, yeah, I was in Seattle, and it was like, I don't know, name a YouTuber, T Martin, and every everybody we know uh-huh. was at the, was at this big long table. We were we were eating dinner and drinking and everything, Who's and the then tall we left.
0: White guy, like threatening albino.
1: <laughs> oh, um, um, fuck. Thin Is albino. it that guy who camps?
0: No, um, so that's the one. The, the the disease. He has a name that's not easy to remember. Uh, yeah, al- that guy who camps has al. Alopecia? alopecia alopecia or something yeah it's like
2: uh, hair doesn't grow anywhere on your body i think
0: yep um this guy ah i want to call him murka durka but obviously that's not him he was a yeah i, I like, like that Fuzzle. um man I yeah he's actually that. really cool yeah he's really tall and really 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 white
1: I've ran into him in so many weird places, mm-hmm. like on the street in Los Angeles. Just, just like there's a Muzzle Fuzzle, and you can't miss oh, him. Yeah, right? you'll see like, him.
0: Last time I saw him, he was wearing Google Glass.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that rings a bell for some reason, but I don't think hmm. I saw him wearing them. Uh, but in any case, we're all we've left the restaurant. We're walking uphill because uh, that's everything in Seattle is uphill. It seems like I don't know. <laughs> there's never anywhere to go that's downhill. Um, And so we're all walking up this hill, and someone breaks the news. They're like, Wings just had a fucking meltdown on PKA. He quit PKA and this and that. And I'm just like, what? What happened? What this and that? And and it was just all these crazy reports about what had happened. (laughs) We're getting it like like two or three we're getting you know twitter reports and shit like that but but they're like they told you know the news was out wings lost a 1v1 against syndicate and i remember thinking like yeah of course he did man that guy's
0: beast (laughs) Syndicate's good at call of duty he was um in cod 4 he was a multiplayer guy people think of him as a zombies guy but he had multiplayer skills there was another guy too i i forget we did this um commentator showdown and I, I forget who the other guy was. But he oh, was, I remember that. He was kind of known as a zombies person. And he represented. You know, I want to say he finished, like, top third, you know, amongst the 20 people in Free For All. And, mm. you know, that was mm. that was a good showing. I've so, been yeah, to I, Seattle
2: I, once. And uh, I drove. I, I had to go there with Melissa because she wanted to see some band that I hated. Did not want to go. The uh, Gogol Bordello. Uh, It's like a gypsy punk band where there's, like, nine Armenians on the stage, like, hooting and hollering and, like, running, like, the the spoon on the the, the clothes cleaner, like, (laughs) it's just it's fucking out of control, and I'm stressed out. I I don't want to go, but I have to drive, like, nine hours to Seattle from Idaho, where I was living at the time.
0: You drove nine hours for a gypsy punk band of Armenians?
2: For three days. So we had, like, a whole weekend and shit planned, (laughs) and I got there, and as i was parking for the concert i was like man something really sounds off with my engine right now i'm like my car isn't sounding okay we go in i get all sweaty with other people's sweat jumping around you know hooting with the armenians and i leave and she's like oh this is so much fun and i'm like eh. and then <laughs> we get is, into my car is your i start girlfriend? it and i'm like we're going back to fucking wherever at uh, renton or whatever that place is near seattle pull out, don't get 200 yards, and there's just steam and uh, just so much shit shooting out of the top, uh, out of the crease where my hood closes. Uh, And I'm like, God, fucking damn it. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. And I was screaming and yelling, and I finally just pulled into a gas station. It's 12.30, pouring rain, and I'm standing outside on the phone with AAA. They're arguing with me that I'm not a member anymore. And I'm just... I. If there was a gun there, I would have ended it. Like, it was horrible. (laughs) Horrible. I sat there, and then this old fucking fogey in a pickup truck, uh, like, not even like a tow truck, just like a pickup truck with, like, that weird crane on the end shows up 40 minutes later. It's after 1 a.m., and me and Melissa get in his car, and he's towing us to to the hotel. And I just remember she's like, so, you know, it wasn't all bad, right? You know? We had some fun and i just wouldn't look at her (laughs) just looking forward pissed off we finally get to uh or i guess he took us back to the hotel afterward he took my car to uh the shop and i left it in the shop parking lot wrote my information down on a little slip dropped it in the, the drop box and the next morning i got a call from the guy and he's like hey you dropped off the black chrysler 300 last night real early in the morning i was like yeah yeah i did uh How much is that going to run me to fix that? And he's like, yeah, no, no, we can can do that. Um, Unfortunately, your car was broken into last night, and uh, the rear passenger window is shattered. We can put a new one in there, but we can't match the tint 100%. And I was like, just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. I ended up spending (laughs) $1,900 on on my car to go to a fucking show that I didn't want to go to in the first place. I was livid. I had to – oh, no, even more than that, 1900 on my car, and I had to spend like an extra $400 to stay in the hotel for an extra three days while they got all the parts and made my car work again. Oh, it was horrible.
0: So was, those must have been how great close days. was the tent? I, was,
2: I didn't even leave the hotel room. I We walked to Popeye's to get dinner at one point because I was like, I'm not I'm not going back into Seattle. Fuck that city. Lived in St. Louis my whole life. Car's fine. Seattle for two days. <laughs> Broken in.
0: How close was the tent?
2: It, I can still tell a difference. I can still tell a different – like my uh, – whoever had my car before me illegally tinted it. Like I had a, a, a cop pull me over once, mm-hmm. uh, clearly on nothing, and he took this little machine out and you, they put it over the, the window and it will say like, oh, this is whatever percent. And he put it on there and I had to act like I had no idea. Where I was like, this is illegal, really? Like, you know, even though I can't see out of it at night, like, that's crazy. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Uh, Like, and he put it in, and he put like the highest legal amount to match it, and it's still so much lighter. It, oh, oh, I hate Seattle. I'm never going back.
1: Oh, you should have told him to just tell him to put the illegal shit in there. They, They always do it for me, I always tent them illegally. Like whatever it is, like ninety-seven percent or whatever, block it, at, blocking stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. The, I'm like, what? What's the darkest thing you've got? And and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that shit you put at the top of a windshield just as an accent, put that everywhere.
2: <laughs> I, I can't see it. out of my car when I back out at night. Hardly. Like I have, and with my eyes, that's an awful combination of someone backing out with no vision, essentially. Like it. Not want yeah, that idea. is, I, I that is know, problematic. I'm the drug dealer in yeah, my car before me.
1: <laughs> you need a rear facing camera so you, so you can like, see what's going on over there
2: do you have that in your Camaro?
1: no I don't
2: in your truck then probably right? no
1: nope. I, uh, I rented a car uh, the last two rental cars we've had have, have had it and I really like it and Kitty's car has it
0: actually notice he didn't ask me if the Tacoma has a rear facing camera Yeah, does your
2: 1991 Tacoma have a rear facing <laughs> camera? You're
1: an no. aftermarket one for like two, probably cheap probably really cheap I mean if you think about it like you could wire your own up incredibly cheap it's nothing like that technology is when you as wire cheap as your
0: own up it's always like another thing to maintain like mm. I, that's always been my experience like all right now i've got like a bare wire laced through the frame with zip ties that most of the time isn't an issue but i, so a often, I i've got stuff in conduits and i just feel like you know like if you go to the battery on my truck there's like <laughs> i don't know six things attached to the battery that like between the winch I have a fuse block in there. Oh, yeah. I've got the an air compressor under the hood and I don't know what else. And uh it's just like, yeah, now for the rest of the life of this truck there's just a little more shit to deal with.
1: You got an air I compressor?
0: I do. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. It is cool. It's coming really handy. I, is there any way to like
1: run that into the engine and have some sort of make make it like a, a, like a supercharger? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like hey. flip the switch.
0: That <laughs> uh, <laughs> coma. When you go off roading, like if you can imagine, look at this. I have a watch, right? If if this is a rock and you have a a really firm round tire, then it just kind of skids against it. But if you deflate it, then the tire can grip it a little better. I don't know if this is working. Pretty well. uh, And and kind of get like a nice little grip that that helps it get on top. And uh, so when you go off-roading, you deflate your tires to like 8 PSI. But then when you're ready to go home, you fill them up again. So I have an air compressor under the hood.
1: Yeah, that drive you made from Idaho to Seattle, I made the opposite of that before. That is the most... Jesus, there's nothing out there. I remember just flat fields, uh, full of some crop. I don't even know what it from was.
2: Seattle to Idaho. Yeah. Was
1: yeah. it windy? Um, I don't remember any wind. Uh, I just remember just it was so boring that like I was like, I got outside the car and like sat on the hood while we drove. down. there was this long flat stretch of road that went on as far as the eye could see, and I I got up on the hood of the truck and we got up to like 60 miles an hour, and I'm like riding up there for a while um i was climbing out the windows dukes of hazard style and getting on the <laughs> roof and sitting up there and i like, used
0: to do that as a teenager yeah,
2: there is fucking nothing in idaho until you get to boise in south like you you drive in just like you said a barren wasteland of nothing in desert and then you go up a mountain range and down a mountain range and then you're in the valley where boise is and then if you keep driving you go back up the mountain range and back down in this valley and then you're back into nothing
1: Yeah, I flew out of Boise back to Atlanta, made my buddies drive the car the rest of the way on their own.
2: (laughs) (laughs) From Boise to Atlanta?
1: Yeah, well, so they drove from Atlanta to Seattle and picked my ass up, and then we went from there down to Oregon, and then it was the time for the journey home. Well, I was like, well, just drop me off in fucking Idaho, and I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) Let them fucking drive back. I don't like those long road trips. I've made a bunch of them, and uh, they don't get better as you go. Every time I do it, I'm just like, why did we do this fucking again? This is awful.
2: It's not fun. It's, I, I mean, I had I'm, to do that drive pretty recently from Boise to St. Louis, which is not as far as Boise to fucking Atlanta, which would be horrible. Yeah. But like, you kind of you're okay when you're driving through scenic areas, but when you have to drive the entire length of Wyoming – and Nebraska in a 2-day stretch. There's fucking nothing in either of those states. Wyoming is a hilly Nebraska and Nebraska is just Kansas too. We had like, so boring.
1: many pictures from Oregon, so many pictures from Washington state, so many pictures from all these places on the way. But but you get to like the point where, when they went through those states and I'm I'm like flipping through the phone, I'm like what happened between Michigan and <laughs> the west coast (laughs) there's nothing like every like once they got past those bullshit flats like nebraska or whatever they're like taking they're we're at mount saint helens taking pictures you know we're up on mountaintops pretending like we're mountain climbers you know because it's like a cliffhanger like visual effect where it looks like you're on on the edge of a precipice but really you can just hop down and walk away
2: i've got a story your old like ruining a bathroom by shitting story That popped back in my head and I remembered this. So when you're driving through Wyoming, uh, it's almost like Australia where you drive through and it's like last gas station for 230 miles. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm like at three quarters of a tank, but I'm not risking this. So I pull in and as I'm filling up, I just get that like drop in my stomach of like, I got to take a shit right now, right now. So I go in, uh, I ask for the bathroom. The guy says that uh, you have to buy something in his shop to use the bathroom, not just gas. So I, like, grab a five-hour energy, pay three bucks, and then I just shuffle off with my, like, stiff-legged, got a shit walk. And it was this horrible little bathroom, disgusting, awful, like, just gross. And I go in, and I take the foulest shit of my life and this, and this guys, this isn't like an Amco or a, a Texaco station. This is just some dude's gas station, and I just befoul his holiest of holies. And then, wash my hands, go back to flush it, and it's it, there's it's a no go. It's it won't launch. You know, it'll, it'll flush and it rises. And I'd learned before that you know I'm it, it lowered another half inch, and I'm like I'm not going to. Flush this again. This. it again. And so and so, I just like, quickly walked out of this guy's bathroom. I was the only one in the gas station, and he was he was like, "Anything else I can help you with?" And I'm like, "All right, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." And so I just quickly walked out of the gas station, got in my car, unloaded the pump, gotten, just drove off as quickly as possible, knowing that that guy probably walked in there 20 minutes later, just like, "Oh God, damn it!" <laughs> a ruined bath, just a big bowl full of rancid shit. Oh. To deal with, uh, but I was well on my way then. So well, <laughs> story—it doesn't I top so it. Bad. If
0: anything, it under it. But so I—we're I, driving from Florida to North Carolina, home from my parents' house, and I—too, I'm sick. Right? There's something wrong with my belly. I think I had like gravy on chicken or something like mm-hmm. that. Fast food gravy—it's a risk, stuff. right? Maybe cream soup. I don't know. But uh, my belly soup. is bad. And I just barely make it to the gas station at all. Like, it, it, or I think it was a McDonald's. And, and then we pull in there, and I, I just go straight for the bathroom, and they're busy. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I managed to hold out, like, the next 90 <laughs> seconds, and someone comes out. I sit there, and kaboom, right? it's It's a nightmare. It smells so bad that I can hardly take my own smell.
2: It like is air around you is warming up.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> horrific! Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never done it since or prior to that. Yeah, it's what? just like like I almost want to throw up from my own stink, which typically I'm tolerant to because you know everyone likes their own recipe. And uh, I I go and I, I I spend like an extra long time on the toilet making sure that. Uh, that there is no more left to evacuate that that I've got everything done that I need to but the smell won't go away it's horrific and there's a guy like out in there's two stalls but i guess they're both busy or something and there's a guy standing there just waiting to come in and my favorite part of a lot the story of say shit at that McDonald's <laughs> i guess so so i i leave the stall and the guy walks in and he does one of these deals like he comes in and goes <laughs> and then he backs away. It doesn't wall. enter the stall because the odor was so bad. He he just I guess he let it dissipate. I don't know, but he he went
1: shit in the floor somewhere. Dude,
0: <laughs> He's like fuck that. Uh, I I don't like I don't know what process happens in the human body that can create such a nightmare of that odor. I know what you, I made myself.
2: It, I was really like, I guess I guess it was my freshman year of college in the dorm. I was super hungover. One like sunday morning or something and i went into the bathroom like turned the shower on. it wasn't a big shower with the the curtain it was just like the you close the door and it's a little cubicle shower uh with the glass door so it seals pretty tight and i got the uh, water all hot i'm starting to feel a little bit better and i let out a fart and it was so thick and meaty and just (laughs) earthy just horrific that i made myself throw up from my own fart smell in the shower, just I just farted and I was like, oh, that feels better, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 just threw up. I had to like stomp down little chunks of whatever the fuck I was eating the night before through the little grate on the bottom. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, was, I,
2: I never understand when people are like, oh, I like the smell of my own farts. No, it repulses me.
0: I, I, they I, don't show. have your same diet. Showers <laughs> yeah, have a don't. yeah. Showers have a magnifying effect on smells too. I I. I i read the scientific the explanation humidity. on yeah. <laughs> um, i read the scientific explanation on the internet at one point but i've forgotten it something to well, do with the
1: humidity, and then you've got sort of a convection current created by the hot water down there and the cold air above it's,
0: it's you're right but in in particular like i think methane combines with the uh, the water molecules in the air and turns into something more awful than it was previously <laughs> it's it's so bad it yeah it, you know like it you should myth a to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bad when you fart and
1: create a new molecule.
0: <laughs> Dude, how many
1: rats are you taking over there, Jim? I just had a bean burrito. <laughs> it's fucking awful.
2: Uh, when was uh? I
1: so all right. So I had a, so I would I would stay at my girlfriend's house. And uh, in the morning, she would always wake up before me and she'd be in the bathroom like doing her makeup. And I, I, in the morning, I have to take a colossal shit. Cause I've spent the whole, you know, if I'm at her house and the night before, we're like up partying and drinking and eating. And like, uh, I eat a lot at night. So in the morning, it's time to go. And so it, this would happen repeatedly where I would get to the bathroom and there she is like standing there. And I'm like, you know, I, I need to use the bathroom. And, but, but she's just, like, stepping away for, like, 30 seconds or something. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, don't you know? Don't you I hate know that. I got to shit? Come on. Like, like, you know I'm not, like, you know I shit, right? Like, like I think we all know that. Like, like, like don't you know? Like Because she'd be like, oh, you about down in there? And I'm just like, all right, I'm just not going to be able to shit today. I just can't shit. And I have to so bad. So I, like, make an excuse. I'm like, uh, I'm going to go to Target and uh, get some socks and some graphic tees. I think I'll stay here a couple extra days. I figured that was a good excuse. And, I was, uh, and so, so I, shit. it it was gonna be bad. It it I knew it was. going It it's so bad that as I'm shitting, like as it's like, like like shitting, I flush mid shit so that some of it just goes straight down the pipe. <laughs> like like, like, <laughs> like I I don't want it to be in the it's room at all. Yeah, I yeah. want it going from butt. To sewer as fast as possible, right. so mid shit Smart I'm flushing, move. and it's it's yeah right. I, it helps a lot with the smell. It does, and, but but even then I feel like I've got to wait until like she's meditating or she's she's uh, she's like watching a movie or something, and I know I've got like a long period of time. So I had to go to Target. So I go into Target, and. I ruined it. I, I remember it just smelled so bad, and I knew it was gonna smell bad. So like, I preemptively get like a bunch of toilet tissues ready. Like, I'm like, all right, this, this is one wipe, and I like put it in my pants that my they are like at, around my ankles. I'm like, sh- 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 sh, get another. This is wipe two. Put that down. Then I'm like, oh, this, this is at least a three wiper. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I get them already, so that when I finally start shitting and that room starts smelling like. I don't know the 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 whole bowl of guacamole I ate the night before, plus the medium meat lovers pizza, plus like that that pepperoni stick I just had to have from the gas station. Like I I want to be able to like get out of there asap. Um, I, I I've all I, I don't like shitting in
0: public places Dude. at all. <laughs> I can count the times <laughs> I've done it. You know on... what I like? I, I've got it really good day. My bidet is awesome like it doesn't matter what kind of poop you have, you exit that thing better than shower fresh. You are there you've just pressure you pressure washed your hiney at the at the end of this thing. Also, if you run the um uh yeah, you know, a mild a mild warm water pressure wash, but still this is a, like like forty PSI. Don't be yeah, scared. Yeah, don't be scared, you'll be good. And um beyond that, it takes like an extra second right so like if you normally use the toilet the little fan that runs it's you know evacuating the air that's running but you might leave and turn the fan off knowing that it's just 80 percent better than what it could have been but if you have another like 60 seconds on the bidet to handle your business that the air in there is, is i leave
2: that fresh. fan on when oh, i leave that doesn't come off
0: yeah yeah
1: i leave that fan on when i leave the bathroom and i hope that no one's going to be like, ah, oh, you're finally out. <laughs> I like, like, put a little bit of somewhere.
2: soap in the sink and turn the water on, let it soap up so then it smells like raspberry tart. Or the <laughs> I, done that. Soap I don't is. know the yeah. strategy. There's I a
0: candle I've went some in of the of shower
1: and like poured it like in the shower floor and then blasted it with a shower head. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vanilla. All right, that's good.
0: Whatever you can do. Some of our I've bathrooms a good, have a uh, Yankee shit's... candle, which is a nice two piece. I'm sorry, Taylor. No, uh, it was a nice two piece because one, it burns the methane and like handles, like, it, just burning it will uh, will do a lot. And then it, like, the Yankee candle just throws whatever mm-hmm. fruit topping. Yeah. I've got, can I tell my story first? You go for it, man. So, sometime around eighth or ninth grade, I didn't know it, but my friend started smoking pot. <gasps> and, oh, right? So, uh,. <laughs> Um, that meant they started carrying lighters and they went through this phase that, uh, when everyone had to fart and they were spending time without me, right? Obviously, cause they started smoking pot and I didn't know, but, uh, they went through this phase that whenever someone had to fart, they would light it on fire and they became like this coordinated team, right? Like if you're near a bed or something. A guy would like, you're like, all right, gotta go. And he'd, he'd like jump on the bed <laughs> on his back, knees up. The other guy would hit the lighter like right by his, his anus, and you'd get a puff of flame. Have you guys ever done this?
1: I've seen it, but I never wanted fire around my genitals. So well, yeah, I've, I've seen never, it, did never it. tried it
0: so like they did this and it was like oh you know that's a thing i even did it once or twice but i wasn't quite like them i'd just be like you you dabbled yeah (laughs) Yeah, i would bend over and they'd light it i never hit the missionary position like like the pros would but um uh, and then like they might do that if there was no bed nearby or something maybe we're outside but uh i forget what their code word was but they like had a thing fire in the hole that would be perfect. <laughs> I like that. But I don't think that was it, but yeah. So they'd be like, "All right, you know, go time," and they'd like race to a bedroom like the thing on fire, and it would be pretty much odorless. You know, it was just expelled. It was done. It was burnt. Burn and up, yeah. uh, and then one day I wasn't there for this, but uh, some chick farted, and I don't know what the scoop is. I don't know if it's girl related or what, but there was like a backdraft, and it burnt her hiney, and. Uh, uh, they they never did it again. Well, she...
1: I've seen YouTube videos where the guys like pubic hair catches on fire, or his ass hair catches on fire. I'm not real hairy back there, but I, I know I'm a from from my pornography experience. I've seen some guys are just a forest back there. I imagine that Taylor is.
2: I'm out of control back. <laughs> my I shaved my genitals down there, but it's just an island of no hair and just a thicket everywhere. <laughs> else. Just out of control. So... I
1: imagine that if Taylor lit a fart. His ass would ignite. It'd be like, like ah, ah, put me out!" Like, like would be hair on fire. This, this
0: was, was through Sicilians jeans. Sicilians
2: can't be fucking with with farting
0: into a lighter. <laughs> this was through jeans. In this case, they didn't take their clothes off for
1: it. Oh, that's even worse. Then his then his pubic hair is on fire in his pants, where he can't
0: get to them. <laughs> that's an issue. It's like a Man. like an underground coal fire. People, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. People see you burning, but they don't understand. It's like when those people are in an alcohol fire at the racetrack. That yeah. you're burning alive, but no one can understand. That's that's what that would be like. Uh, your your whole asshole is just melting. I've can you imagine experience. third degree burns on your asshole? Like just explaining that. Where do they take the graft from? That's generally where they take the skin from. Is your ass? You burn your ass. You're fucked. <laughs> you
2: like take some. <laughs> Head skin, put it on your bubble. <laughs> well, you know, I got a little not out of control. I got a good uh, shit story. I almost wanted to save this one for PKA, but <clears throat> this can be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, <laughs> so I went fly fishing. I've mentioned that before with my dad this past year. And it was just us two and the guide. And it was just this dude in his truck. He picked us up, drove us to Eastern Oregon, and did a whole day of fly fishing. We got there. I get out, and I felt like a rumbling. In my stomach in the car on the way there. And I was like, oh, you know, just weather this storm and get through it. And then you can hold it till you get home tonight. And so I got through it, thought it was going to be okay. Uh, we're fly fishing for like three hours. Then we go to have lunch. And he brought some like sandwiches that were soggy and gross. And so we were sitting there eating. And I was like, I just suddenly got the urge of like, if I don't get to a bathroom, I'm going to shit my fucking pants. Right. And this guy's waiters. <laughs> and, so I, and so I told him, I'm like, i i really have to go to the bathroom can you drive me to that outhouse a uh, three quarters of a mile away and i just met this guy i just met this guy my dad i'm the guy's like yeah yeah sure uh, you want to wait till we're done eating and i'm like no right now i need you to get me in that truck and we need to drive there and <laughs> my dad's like all right i'll wait here we start walking up there and <laughs> I, I got so much closer to this guy than i should have for a day of fly fishing where i was like honestly man like Like, keep in mind, I just met this guy. He's just showing us how to fly fish. I've known him for two and a half hours. Like, (laughs) like, honestly, man, like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like, would you mind if I just went and shat in the bushes right there? (laughs) Just went and took a shit. And he's like, honestly, dude, it's it's like three quarters of a mile down the road here. I think you can make it. I get up to his door, like the car door (laughs) about to open it. And I'm like, dude, like. He, is it right there? I, you said <laughs> that it's three quarters of a mile. Is it right over that hill? And he's like, it's right over that hill. I'm like, all right, I can do it. Cause I'm going to shit my fucking camera. It, it is not right over that hill. And so I'm sitting there right next to him. And he's like, you good? And I'm like, and I'm shifting in my truck seat. I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. He pulls right up to this outhouse. Just right up to it. I get out, run over, just destroy this little public park outhouse. There's no door on it, so I'm, just... <laughs> so I'm just sitting there taking a shit, and he's, like, in his car, but it's facing me, so he's just, like, pretending to be on his phone in the middle of fucking Oregon where he has no service, and so I'm just shitting there. Uh, there's no toilet paper, so I have to take off the waiters as I'm, like, sitting there with a just swamp-ass, poopy butthole, and take off one of my socks and just make do. Just, like, put it on my hand like a mitten <laughs> with, my ass, with, the, with the poopy sock, throw it away, just Have a wet foot the rest of the day. It was horrible. And then the ride back was the most uncomfortable thing. Of my life, where I got back in, he's like, "You feeling better?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you know how it is." And then, just <laughs> there, we didn't like. He he would come up behind me and like show me how to cast later in the day, and it was almost so uncomfortable of like, "We, we you know what I've done? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I've been up to?" There was no sink in that shitty little. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the magic is gone. Oh, it was my so uh, my scary. dad was hunting.
1: And uh, I wasn't with him on this trip. I usually I almost I went with him almost every uh, evening, but this particular time he, he went alone and uh, he had to shit. So he shits in the woods and he takes it. I was like, what'd you do for toilet paper or whatever? And, and after this, I swear to God, and I bet it's still true right now, he has the roll of toilet paper in that truck. He always has a roll of toilet paper in that truck now because what he had to do was ta- he, he, he wore like uh, whitey tidies at the time. I, I, since he's progressed on to boxer shorts, but the, he, he tore them into strips. <laughs> <laughs> he tears these things into And he's like, all right, I think we might have enough here. <laughs> and, and he just has underwear to wipe his ass. I because I, I, I had to ask him, I was like, what'd you,
2: what'd you wipe your ass with? Because
1: you know, he's like, I had to go. It was awful. It was awful. Your mama's cooking.
2: <laughs> Have you ever tried to wipe your ass with a slightly damp sock? It no. Is, it's about as useful as Anne Frank's trumpet. Just, just smear you not get it. It's, just, it's, it. It doesn't smear correctly because so she just,
0: had to hide. Is that why?
2: Because her... she couldn't make noise, or she'd be killed for being a Jew. Yeah. Hmm.
1: You know, in the unedited version of Anne Frank's diary, she talks a lot about masturbation. She does. I've
2: heard that.
0: She, read that too. Okay. I, I read some of the missing passages. Apparently, um, she went through what is very normal sort of growing up in self-discovery, but, you know. In an act, yeah. yeah it's,
1: it's, but, but knowing that her father published this thing later on, it's a little uncomfortable, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess.
2: No, he published it without the masturbating stuff.
0: Yes, but he had to edit it out. He had to be like, okay, we'll take the clitoris part out. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, ah. yeah. She <laughs> describes, like, basically what her junk looks like while sitting, while standing, while spreading, you know, and, and just self-discovery, going through puberty type stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking diary. I don't think she expected that shit to get published. Poor thing. <laughs> all right. Like, she's somewhere like, fuck you all. That was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my diary. Like, Dad. Like, like, ne- same one girl on the planet who's okay with with one other person reading their diary. But they, they say I her. exploit my kids for money.
0: For fuck's sake, you don't see Hope's diary on my channel, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's
2: Mr. Frank who deserves the brunt of this. <laughs> so,
0: if you really think about it?
1: I wonder if he profited from that, or if that was just him. If he if he was doing it from a
0: oh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of good came from it. Too. Oh! oh, yeah, that's true. It wasn't you? Yeah. Oh uh. Jesus! I didn't, think that. <laughs> I, I didn't uh, see where you guys were going. I was the last to catch on, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of good came from people understanding like what what the other side was really like. The 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 other side is if I'm on the Nazi end of this. But
2: I wonder how she even experimented and did shit like that. Like it's my understanding while that she hiding was hiding in, in a dresser attic. drawer. Well, <laughs> so, I don't think
1: diary. Well, was written entirely during her like oh shit don't make a noise phase of life i think it 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 you know was it, it, it took place it it began she started keeping a diary before the nazis really came into power and started going after the jews at least have you guys uh-huh. seen
0: that video where it, the, the title i always see associated <laughs> with it is just because it's not happening here doesn't mean it's not happening no oh. so It's this really, and forgive the pedo, and it's this cute, like, 11 year old girl, right? She looks like she's from a fairly wealthy family and she's all pretty, and she blows out a birthday candle. And um, then, like, you see her sort of enjoying, like, normal life, but a little more crisis. Like, there's some things going on in the news, TV, in the background, and then it just keeps escalating and escalating until. Like, it's full-on war-torn Syrian refugee-style stuff. I bet I could find it. Um, mm. It's it's moving, and it, it kind of reminds me of Anne Frank. I remember reading that Anne Frank diary when we had to in, like,
2: 7th grade or whatever, and it being such a surprise that she didn't live through the war. Like, it's like <laughs> what? She dies at the end? And you still made yeah, it? They read this? Her. Like, this is what a macabre, awful story.
1: Yeah, why, why you, I, they it would have been funny if the diary ended like uh, like um, like what it was it called Balin like Balin's uh, last account in Lord yeah. of the Rings. They breached the Hornburg and the and the spiraling hall and it's just like and then it's 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 getting just worse like a swirl
0: at the end, you know. <laughs> Can we watch this together? Oh, did I link it? I meant Yeah, you, yeah it. you did. Oh. So this is a hot, this is a hot 11-year-old? Oh my gosh. I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. So it's a minute and a half long video. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Ready, set, play. Happy
1: Happy birthday birthday to you. Make a wish.
2: Granny. Have you done
0: your homework? Adam. General strike.
2: Ready or not? Here it comes. Violent clashes
0: with. you see the TV in the background?
1: Airstrike's
0: on rebel position. We are going to
2: stay. So what
1: is it, the Blitz 2.0? It happens over a year. In the UK? Uh,
0: I pictured it to be Syria. I don't know. But this isn't Syria. Daddy! It's not real. Uh, I, I, I...
1: I, I'm not sure if I. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, but they're different.
0: They're not real people.
1: No, they're not real people. Did you <laughs> see that massive sexual assaults over the in uh, Germany over the uh, uh, the New Year's Eve thing?
0: No, I don't where, know like, anything about this.
1: We're like hundreds of the of um, uh, I guess Syrian refugees lined up outside this thing, and every woman who walked through, like hundreds of them, assaulted her.
2: What?
0: Oh, really? What, yeah. you mean the, they're it's not being
2: assimilating peacefully,
0: like hundreds of yeah, they, they assaulted, assaulted every woman that came by,
1: every single one. They in like a gauntlet. Yeah, there's lots of reports of it. Of the, you know, um, I've so, no. I, I, I've read on Reddit that uh, the Reddit mods are across every subreddit trying to suppress all the stories. They've made it. They've set like things that are uh to that topic to like an auto delete list or something like that. Um, but, yeah, the chance, Chancellor Merkel, the chancellor of uh, Germany, said it was a disgrace. Uh, apparently, like, no police came and helped. One of the women assaulted was a volunteer police officer. Uh, it was a big deal. Dude, but, if dude, that no, happened no, in no,
0: America, that's horrific. shit would go down. Like, vigilante justice. And, and it, you know, for all the fussing we have about how aggressive American policemen are, they're pretty much impossible to intimidate. Like, if 20 gang members are giving one cop a hard time, he doesn't run for his life. He gets 60 more cops, you know? And then they support each other in a way that you see in war zones, you know? Like, they they, American police enforce the law of the land. No questions, no compromise, no fucking around. If there was a gauntlet of Syrians... Giving women a hard time, there would be a gauntlet of cops giving Syrians a hard time. I, it, that's uh,
1: that's literally what happened. I think I think I saw where a lot of government officials were calling call, calling what the pol- the police non reaction a, a, a national disgrace. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I was reading There's a lot no of the winning reports, there though.
2: So... If they had reacted, it would have been you know racist police targeting innocent Syrians or something mm-hmm. like they'll they'll spin it however they need to. And this
1: is—I remember, like when, um, when during the like five years ago, during when this when the thing in Syria was just heating up, maybe it wasn't quite that long ago, maybe three years ago. Uh, I I remember like hearing reports of like the 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 news media women being assaulted in the streets, uh, over there and stuff like that. I I I think
0: over there is one thing, but when you get to like a Western country, you know that that shit should be like on lockdown. Like, it should be I, very hard to be out of control here. Like, it happened in I read a
1: lot of. A, I read about a lot of gang rapes that happen, and it's always Middle Eastern or uh, Afri- of people of Northern African descent who, who
0: I like, I feel like you're not giving rape- the Indians enough credit for their gang raping privileges. The Indians
1: do their gang raping in India, yeah, though. Yeah, this yeah, is,
2: yeah.
1: Where they're already kind of used to that sort of thing. Yeah, they're but, built but, for it. But you've got the Middle Eastern and the North African immigrants going in these European countries. And I keep reading about it. I, and, and you, mm-hmm. all, I'm almost afraid to even mention it. You know, just the same way that no one talks about black-on-white crime in this country. Like It's almost like you're not supposed to mention it when there's this repeated pattern of these Middle Eastern people always raping white women in these oh, it's European a huge countries. Pattern.
2: Yeah, like yeah, in Sweden, uh, I was watching something where it's like 100% of... New rapes in like the last X amount of time were committed against white women by those uh, immigrants from Syria or from the Middle East, wherever. Where it's like their their rape problem has gone through the roof, and overwhelmingly, like damn near 100% are. It's not like you know fucking Vladislav raping some chick. It's you know some Ahmed. guy from the Middle East doing it. Yeah, Ahmed or something. Like, it's, and it's, so now, I think those cultures, they have such little respect for women as people. So now,
1: if all them liberal European countries had them a little firepower, <laughs> they'd be like, <able> to... <laughs> I they want need.
0: that. Yeah. I'm lusting after that. Dude. Dude, there
1: ain't nothing wrong with this. Everyone should have one, goddamn. Everyone should have two. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. That got a hand. That went crazy there for a minute. Yeah, so this is my new gun. Um, of course it is. This thing is a, uh, it's a DP 12, it's a double barreled shotgun. Uh, and every time you pump it 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 cycles two shells. So it's Let me try to not when do that. When you
0: shoot it, how many shells does it shoot?
1: Dose. Um, well, each trigger each trigger pull is one round. So um, I'm pull pull cycle. God, so I mean, it lasts perfect like, it really home defense. I have 5 of them and I would ha- happily sell you one for I don't know 1000. Uh, my, the whole purpose of having them is uh, I intend on selling them.
0: Kyle, it is a lock. I will either buy one for 1000 or I will buy that decked out one for some other price.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much this shit costs. Um, or I really don't want to sell this shit. I'd, I'd rather like keep it because I don't have a lot of accessories. But you I don't have, have any lasers.
0: Well,
1: I'm going to give one to my dad, right? Oh, I didn't know that. I'll I probably keep the two.
2: Do I need a special license do. for that behemoth or... Driver's
1: license. <laughs> oh well,
2: then
0: I will take one. Gotta go to get it. it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh, I was in the gun store talking we to him about it.
0: Meet it. We could rendezvous at Wings's house, even though it's totally not between us. Uh, when oh. you do the photography,
1: I'm going soon. Like Just part of me was plan. I was planning on going tomorrow. Oh. Uh, but I have to supervise Josh tomorrow and then Thursday is obviously PKA. <laughs> yeah. Of course
0: but, you need uh, to supervise those holes won't dig themselves. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone like, just see- knows how to dig holes.
1: Uh, for real. Um he's tomorrow I call my dad I talked to my dad tonight and I, I was like, Josh is probably gonna get there like half an hour, forty-five minutes before me tomorrow. Have him do something because he's on my dime as soon as he gets there. That's the way we do it. Right. I'm like, just have him pick some shit up, you know. And he, he's like Hmm, I don't want to mess nothing up. <laughs> I, was, I was like, well, send him out in the field to pick up the wood scraps. You can't fuck that up. He's like, well, he's got to get out there some way. I guess I can let him take one of the buggies because he's got these, like, 4 by 4 ATV things. Like so, Yeah, I got super... Uh, yeah, he's got a Kubota and a uh, Kawasaki mule. Um, Those are nice. One of... Are they diesel? One's diesel, one's gasoline. The Kubota's pretty new, like, maybe two years old. I think it was nine grand. Is it um, diesel?
0: or is that the gas yeah pump? it might be i'm more pretty than sure that, it's diesel unless he
1: got it used um he got it new I, I i don't recall exactly what the deal is but it's very nice and it goes a lot faster than the mule which has a uh, like a governor type thing where uh-huh. you can tell it has the power to go faster but it like idles down and you're like oh this is it and you get floored but um
0: what my golf carts like
1: but yeah i'm going to wings um definitely next week uh like one day next week uh, I could even go this weekend, but uh, but yeah, that'd be cool. I'll, I'll I'll bring you one of these things up there. Um, they're uh, I, I'm I'm gonna test fire this one a lot tomorrow. So if if these things fall apart in my hands, uh, you'll know that it's a piece of junk. But I'm gonna tell you, it feels nice and heavy. I was telling Taylor earlier that like, compared to, like this gun looks pretty similar. Like like not too far off. It's, but it's, this gun, the U 15, is so light I can hold it with two fingers. And, I mean, it's just, it's just plastic everywhere. The back is there plastic.
0: reliability issues? Yes. Piece is of someone? shit. I had, oh.
1: I had three of those, and two of them broke before I could get a video filmed, um, just in, a, in the course of filming a video in one day. I, uh, but this, on the other hand, is very hefty. Um, you, you know you got something. That
0: there. needs to sit right back there.
1: I mean, That's such I...
2: That's a cool gun. If I bought one, I, I would th- want those little scary you know, spiky things on the end. Yeah, those. Yeah.
1: So, so those are door breaching chokes. Normally they're not quite so extreme, and the idea is you stab it into the door uh, by the locking mechanism, or right over the, the bolt, uh, if it's a deadbolt or whatever, and that holds it, you know, you're, you're securely poked into the door, and then you can shoot without having a barrel flat against the wood.
0: This one... It's for breaking a lock, if you didn't call it yeah. that.
1: Um, this one is not quite so ridiculously aggressive.
0: Uh-huh. No, it's, that one's uh, not as cool.
1: Yeah, it's, this is more of a standard I look feel like if you
0: poked me in the chest with that, I'd survive. And I would like to die just from the poking action. The gunshot is just for fun. But <laughs> That's so insane. I
1: don't know. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to playing with this some tomorrow. I'm going to be shooting drones out of the air with these. Uh, I think that'll be cool. Oh, and,
2: As
0: you do. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just gloss over that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's Wednesday.
2: Uh, what are you going to have for breakfast? You know, <laughs> as long as we're talking about banal things. You know? <laughs> this,
0: is,
1: this is just the standard one uh, with nothing on it. Um, uh, I could see putting but...
0: my EOTech on that. Because I don't love mm-hmm. my EOTech for the... Uh, I think I have it on an F. It's either on my M4 AR-15 variant thing or on the FN-2000. I think it's on the AR-15.
2: Can you hold up the plain yeah. one again? I wonder, that's yeah. the one... That we could buy for 1000 Yeah. Like, it'd be just like that?
1: Yeah, I think retail's 1250 something like that. Like, that's about as cheap as you can get them online, but I would sell them for $1,000 for, for you guys if either of you wanted one. Um,
0: That'd be awesome. I really like that. Yeah, well, obviously it's, I uh, need that.
2: Yeah, I, I need, I mean, it's... I need to kill those pheasants, and I need that to do it.
0: When my family's I... not home and the dogs bark at nothing, that will be the thing I grab. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, didn't,
2: and I, can, go on, I can ask them,
1: I can ask them, I can get the prices for those accessories, like, I mean, you know, accessorizing a gun is kind of a thing you can do yourself, but there's something to be said about having like a stylist come in and do a thing for you. I think that one looks really cool. It uh, does. It's
2: very feng shui. looks balanced and it's got a lot uh, of shit on it.
0: A lot of shit on it. Yeah. You, you know, I, we're, we're over time. I'm bouncing around the idea of making a daily video. For like the rest of January just like you know what except Sunday because I like to give PKA a chance to accumulate views but um, uh, I was like what if I make you know have a video to upload every day live content like, like vlog content yeah I don't know I yeah. was thinking about it I was like I think people might like give it a go see what it comes up with see if I get good at it too I was watching Casey Neistat video recently and his editing and his music is so good I'm like ah uh, I'm inspired to do something in that family. People have you like my... maybe
2: doing a video game commentary again. Nope. Back to the roots. No,
0: <laughs> no, no. I, a lot of people like that. A lot of people are like, Oh, what do you know, You should make cod videos again. And I think really, like you want call of duty video. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I, uh, they're not the kind of, I, I don't have passion for call of duty videos anymore. Like I once did. I, I, uh, um, I, when I do see a Call of Duty video, it's because I like that guy and I want to know what he's up to nowadays. It's not because I care about that game in the slightest. Yeah, you don't want any tips. Like, that's no kind of no. coming off. I watched like, Wayne's I, Play Cod the other day. That, that was fun. Was that the one but it on, was on the PKA subreddit? He said something like, I got a new controller. Isn't a new controller the greatest thing? It's like a fresh piece of pussy. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Okay, uh, yeah, that it, was... It was an older one. I, I did see that thumbnail while I
1: was on his channel, though, uh, and I watched some of his Fallout. Uh, he's doing a Fallout Let's Play. Um,
0: I, I listened to the rest of that video, and I, I really enjoyed it. I think Wings makes good COD videos, but it, the 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 COD game itself and stuff, I really had no interest in. Yeah, and that's not the draw. He was doing see. really well. He started off like seventeen and three, but I I didn't see any like. Cool kill streaking going on, so I don't know yeah. what happened. If he just kept miss, if maybe he had his goals too high or what, but um, he
1: does set him high. Um, does he? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't watched a ton of his content, but traditionally he's always been a, you know, he didn't set him up really high.
0: He didn't fully explain it, but it, I could tell he was really frustrated at his deaths, and I, I got the vibe it was because it was right before something good was about to come his way. So, yeah. Do the streak? Do the streaks stack in the current cod?
2: Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. but but yeah, but yeah, uh, you but, get it, less points. So like, exactly. if you get, uh, it's
0: like a quarter you know, kill. Yeah. yeah,
2: you get like hundred points for a regular kill, like one twenty-five if you're defending a flag. But then if you call in wraps or an airstrike, it's like twenty-five, 25. points a kill. So it's it, it yeah. stacks, but
0: still not great. Really. If it's a high end streak, though, sometimes that that'll do it. You know, like.
1: I guess I've I haven't gotten very many. I, I yeah, thought, I haven't got that high yet. Maybe, that's a
2: possibility. I haven't I just, even played. I, I, I just like, do UAV uh, care package and counter UAV because you get UAV uh, assists anytime somebody gets a kill while your UAV or your counter is up. You get ten points. Which
1: I like the care package. Happen. I rely on that to get me any. uh any You know, kid. to to make the game fun.
0: The um, need, uh, <laughs> you're the player we all used to hate now, right? <laughs> you know, that yeah, guy didn't yeah, earn yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Um, I can't own them. What was I gonna say? The oh, the counter UAV. If it works like it does traditionally in COD, those are way more useful than a lot of people would give them credit for. Like just having that thing blanked out is. They awful. don't keep.
1: They don't keep me blanked out for very long. Um, I have one of the most high-end camos available in the game for my missile launcher.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> and you haven't even played that much. <laughs>
1: uh-uh, uh-uh. You got to get like maybe 150 or maybe 300, uh, like, uh, air, air support takedowns to get the, the, the camo I got on this thing. Cause it's any, I, I have it on every class cause it's a really good anti-personnel rocket. Um, it's great at that. Like it's the best noob weapon. You just camp and aim at the door, just straight at the ground. And, and I'm aiming far enough from me. It won't kill me, but close enough to the door that it'll kill anyone who comes through the door. And I'm just, come on come on in (laughs) and I can hear him fucking pissed off you fucking faggot noob bitch and I'm just like reloading it and finding a new spot aiming you know on the left side of the door this time but uh, I shoot down all air support that comes I really am the player that we used to hate we used to be good because
2: you never when we were playing together like you wouldn't get that many kills and but you every single time there was a UAV a counter UAV anything in the air or on the ground Kyle got it every single (laughs) time
1: it, sometimes they wouldn't even last like you call it in and the announcer tells you that it's there i'd shoot it in. it would be getting shot down before the announcer could even say anything because i would visually see it and i'd be like oh you too
2: yeah it's <laughs> like UAV never mind you know
1: yeah the guy who's calling those in must have gotten shit and then like i there's a quad barreled uh uh, like air support rocket that, mm-hmm. you know, you can use as well. And that thing shoots, you know, you got four rockets, so you can shoot just about anything down.
0: I'm thinking of making this PKN public so people know what PKN is all about. What do you guys I
1: think? Su- I, me, Chiz and I were talking about that, and we decided that, we thought, I, and I agreed with him, that maybe, so, so what I said was, hey, let's do a, a free show uh, to start the new year. And he said, um, we should do the free show at the end of the month rather than the beginning of the month because, uh, huh, okay. I agree to you.
2: I think if there is a, a sampling like that, you know, show them what they would get.
1: I think it's a good one. So yeah, if you're out there listening to this, um, this is what PKN is all about. We, uh, we get in here and we don't really have any, uh, any hard set up. We don't, we don't know what we're going to talk about at all. We just kind of, uh, shoot the shit and have a good time. And there's a lot of visual stuff on here, uh. Well, you know, uh, I've shot, uh, I don't know. Potato I've had, had guns, some... flamethrowers.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a joke. I often do a bad joke on PKN. Sometimes I forget. But are you ready? We're going to wrap up this show with a bad joke. Let's hear it. Let's go. Four former U.S. presidents are in a horrible tornado, and it hits a state funeral they're all attending in Kansas. Suddenly, they're in Oz. They finally make their way to Emerald City, and they come before the great and powerful Oz. What brings you to the great Wizard of Oz? And Jimmy Carter steps forward timidly and says, I've come for some courage. No problem, says the wizard. Who is next? Ronald Reagan steps forward and says, Well, I I think I need a heart. Done, says the wizard. Who comes next before the great and powerful Oz? Then comes George W. Bush. He says, I'm told by the American people that I need a brain. Not a problem. Consider it done. There's a great silence in the hall. Bill Clinton's just standing there, looking around, doesn't say a word. Irritated, the wizard finally asks, What is it that you want? Um, is Dorothy around?
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) because he wanted a (laughs) blowjob.
0: Who knows what kind of cigar shenanigans uh, Clinton had in (laughs) mind? But there it is. I tell a joke most PKNs and they're never good.
2: I wanted you to do the voices of the presidents as you went along. Ah, I wish your I had own, thought of that. Your they, own impressions.
0: It would have been awful. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> would have made the joke that much worse, and I'd have hit my goal. Yeah,
2: I know. Would have loved to hear your Reagan. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah,
0: if you guys want more of this, you want to get it every
1: week when it comes out with the video, so, you know, it's topical a lot of the times, uh, sign up down below. Patreon. It's cheap.
0: It's yes. Like
1: $10 a month or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And, uh... Well, I guess that's that. PKN episode 73. I hope you guys like it.
1: See you later.